0: What is up, people? You are listening in to New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a great show lined up for you guys today. We'll be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, a new trailer dropped this past Monday. And Not only did we get a great look at Kang, we got a great look at another major villain that will be making their MCU debut in that film. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about some rumors about who may be playing Reed Richards in the Marvel Studios Fantastic Four movie we got some Black Panther news. We got some potential Doctor Strange news, and to mix in a little bit of DC because we still haven't had too much DC news this week. Um, interesting news coming out of the CW verse, which we haven't we haven't uh, we haven't dabbled in the CW verse in a little while, so that should be uh, fun to do in this episode. So, um, it should be a good show. Uh, joining me are my co-host, starting with Shamari Stewart. Sham, I'm not sure if you got to check out the uh the Golden Globe but I did want to give a major shout out to Angela Bassett because she is the officially the first MCU actor actress to win a major individual award at one of these uh Oscar or Golden Globe ceremonies. I mean uh, uh Angela Bassett won best supporting actress in a drama for her performance as Queen Ramanda in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So uh I thought that was really awesome shout out to uh angela bassett who's already an icon and legend in the game but just adding to that uh legendary status with a with a wonderful wonderful accomplishment that means so much to uh not just uh obviously her acting community to a lot of other black actresses and actors but also to the uh, marvel comic book community so just good news all around
1: yeah yeah shout out to angela bassett i mean it's that's a, that's a big accomplishment I thought she was great in that movie um and she absolutely deserves it um yeah I mean it, it's that that whole I mean as we all know that whole staff has been through a lot um of course with 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 Bozeman's passing and, and just having to trying to still make that movie with all the controversy surrounding everything um but she did a great job she did a great job, you know, and <clears throat> from everything I've seen, she seems like a like a professional and like someone that, that and and I she's extremely talented. I, I'm actually recently catching up in American Horror Story and she's fantastic in that as well. Um, Yeah, she's great. So I'm 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 uh, happy for her and she def- definitely deserves it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a, a really great honor. Kendall uh, joins us as well. Kendall, uh, your thoughts on the uh, Angela Bassett uh, uh, award-winning night she had uh, at, the, at the Golden Globes? Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Angela Bassett. I mean, honestly, when I hear the name, I just I, – honestly, I think about the the crazy TikTok with her idiot son, you know, trying <laughs> to prank her. You know, if, if you, yeah, what a – You know what he sh- – Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, Shamari knows that. Yeah, I told EJ – if you don't know what I'm talking about, you could you could look it up online. But uh, but shout out to to Angela Bassett. Uh, she's uh, had such a great performance in Black Panther, and you know just a, a you know continuing to cement her legacy in in Hollywood. So shout out. To yeah. everyone yeah. but her son. <laughs> yeah, son didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll leave I'll leave that that alone. But yes, yeah, so her son. Not not as well, so he as apologized. Yeah, my favorite person in the world right now But yeah, shout out to Angela Bassett uh, She did, uh, as Shamari mentioned Talking about uh, so much they were going through She did uh, pay tribute to Chadwick Bozeman In her speech, so uh, here that is From the Golden Globes We embarked on this journey Together with love We mourned, we we loved We healed, and we were surrounded Each and every day by the light And the spirit of Chadwick Bozeman. And we have joy in knowing That well, with this historic Black Panther series, it is a part of his legacy that he helped to lead us to. We showed, we showed the world what black unity, leadership and love looks like beyond, behind and in front of the camera. And to the Marvel fans, thank you for embracing these characters and showing us so much love. We, we just made history with this nomination and with this award. It belongs to all of you, all of us. Thank you. I mean, a beautiful speech there by Angela, Angela Bassett. Uh, congratulations once again on the on the award, and um, yeah, just awesome, awesome moment from last night. But uh, let's begin. Rest <clears throat> of the podcast talking about some of the big stuff we got on the docket for today, and we're gonna be talking about Ant Man and the Wasp. So we had the Quantum Mania trailer come out. It was a more extended look, I think, at Kang the Conqueror, who's going to be played by, of course, by Jonathan Majors in this film. And we get to see just a little bit of this kind of relationship and, and, and some of the conflict that that, that that kind of ensues once we see, of course, Scott and his family get sucked into the um, into the quantum realm. And, and essentially, uh, Kang offering him something that he says that Scott has always wanted, which is time. And I think they spliced some shots in there of, you know, Scott, you know, remembering her daughter Cassie as a young girl. So perhaps maybe Scott wants to go back in time and live those years with Cassie and see her grow up. I mean, that, that certainly seems to be what they're, uh, what they're, they're pitching to us. And they, they put that out there. But, of course, we can. There's <laughs> some kind of catch. And, and and. It seems like they've maybe made some sort of deal that then Scott Lang wants to pull back from. And, of course, you make a deal with Kang. That's like making a deal with the devil. And that's where the conflict ensues and and, and the fight ensues. And it seems like there's going to be a great fight scene between Kang and uh, and, and, um, uh, 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 Scott. We see, you know, Janet talk about, you know, Kang being someone that can't be trusted, someone that is extremely dangerous. So... Apparently, this is someone that uh, Janet Van Dyne has has dealt with in the past, so that would be interesting to note. Other things interesting to note in this trailer, guys, we saw our first look at MODOK. So not only did we see uh, MODOK um, kind of in more of like an armor state, but we also got to see MODOK in a, you know, in his big face looking state. And that in itself has been very controversial because of A, how he looks and be the reveal of who M.O.D.O.K. is. So, uh, in the MCU, it appears that M.O.D.O.K. is going to be uh, Yellowjacket, who we thought died in Ant-Man 1, but I guess is going to now reappear and will be uh, M.O.D.O.K. in this film. So, that is apparently what he's been doing all these years since we last saw him in Ant-Man 1. So, that was a big nugget in this uh, trailer, but... Overall I thought the trailer was actually really good. I think that this is probably I'm taking Black Panther kinda of out of this equation only because like the emotion in those trailers just is unmatched. So let's take that out of there. I felt like this was one of the better Marvel trailers I've watched in a while. Also shout out to some of the posters that came out. I thought the first one they dropped on Monday with uh, you know, every all the ant people so lacking better term, Ant Man Wasp, and, uh stature all in their helmets uh i thought that trailer was let me to me that poster was awesome it's one of the posters i kind of want low-key want to get for my uh for my own apartment here but um curious what you guys thought it, it was it was a lot in there i, I thought it was a really great trailer. i think it definitely did hype people up for this movie um but I, I talked to the sham first what did you make of the ant-man trailer um i
1: thought it was fire honestly i thought it was really good um Definitely the best Marvel trailer in quite a while, I would say, um, and that's because they're 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 you know going it, it going back to the bread and butter, which is making good villains. Um, you know, you have a good villain. You have a Thanos. You have a Winter Soldier. You have a, a good villain. Um. And look, Ant-Man isn't the most popular hero, but, I mean, he gave him a good villain. And this looks like he, this hero is going to have a lot of trouble. And Kang's him, promising him things, and sweet-talking him, and saying, oh, with then threatening him. And he's just doing the, the things that a villain would do, and it's just, now i got to see how it unfolds. So it's, um, it looks good, the effects look good, it doesn't look like it looks obviously very CG heavy, but not like, not like really heavy, like green screen kind of how Thor one Thor Love and Thunder was. Sometimes the green screen was just like, man, this is just, you know, it's just like I don't think they're there, <laughs> you know. But it, but this doesn't, this doesn't look like that. This looks like it's gonna, it's gonna be pretty. Uh, this looks, um, it looks pretty good. So I'm, I'm looking I'm, forward to. I'm very much looking forward to Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Uh, that performance I am that that I think I think he can make or break this movie. If he's
0: really good, I think this movie is going to be a successful. It's funny, Sham, you talk about the uh you talk about the effects. It's funny you mentioned that because I also kind of felt like I thought the effects in this trailer actually even looked better than the first trailer. Cuz I thought mm-hmm. the first trailer some of the shots I think did have some uh, you know, Atlanta swept shop feel to them. You, know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, of course they film a lot of these movies uh in the Atlanta studios and I feel like it's been Marvel's biggest crutch over the past three, four years. You know, ever since they filmed essentially the entire entirety of Endgame in that Atlanta Swept shop. Like <laughs> they uh they've really rely too heavily, I think, on the green screen and stuff and not and not shooting in actual places now we know why they do that you know they don't want uh set photos to get leaked and things to get leaked so uh it's kind of an evil we have to live with and 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 we we... saw during covid like you know with the mandalorian and whatnot like you were able to it's efficient it's cheaper yeah right um you know it's it's in theory it's safer as well theory is safer right as well so yeah you're not taking people traveling them all over the world so you know we i understand why they do it but it has been to the detriment of how things look for Marvel. Um, but I will say, I agree with Sham. I thought that this trailer, while well, I thought the first one maybe had some of those looks where it's like, oh, this looks like that, that, that uh, Atlantis web shop. This, I couldn't really say that about these shots in this trailer. So um, maybe that meant giving the effects team more time. Maybe the effects team just did a better job with this one. Who knows? But I like what I saw from that standpoint. Kendall, uh, I don't know if you saw the comments from uh, Stephen Broussard, who's the, the vice president of production development over Marvel. Um, and, and, and he had a, a press release where he made comments about the importance of Quantum Mania, and he compared it to the Captain America sequels. I want to read you these quotes. because I think they were very fascinating here. He said, we talk about movies like Captain America with the Winter Soldier, in which you saw the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it felt like the entirety of the MCU turned on that. Captain America Civil War was another film where you saw heroes divided and in camps and battleground battle lines being drawn. It really felt like the future of the MCU was going to be defined by the action of that film. We really liked the idea of making this Ant-Man film as important and integral to the MCU going forward. I mean, those are big; those are big movies to compare this to. I mean, that that that's big to say that we want this film to have the same impact that Captain America: Civil War did. Uh, do you buy, after seeing this trailer, Kendall, that you could see this movie having those kind of ramifications? Um. I mean, look, I mean, if you watch this trailer, it certainly seems that way. Uh, the, the trailer is very intense for an Ant-Man movie. I'm sure there are a lot of people that were watching the National Championship game on Monday. Uh, let me rephrase that. There weren't a lot of people watching the National <laughs> Championship game on Monday. But of the people that are watching the National Championship game on Monday that maybe aren't, you know, hardcore Marvel fans. And they heard, they kept hearing about this Ant-Man trailers we played all week. And they saw it. They were probably like, oh, this isn't. They, this isn't like the first two ant-man movies even if you didn't see the ant-man movies but you've seen the trailers you know the the context you know the the tone it's usually pretty comedic that's not what this trailer was this trailer was far more intense far more serious so i am sure that took a lot of people back um what i will say though is the messaging i don't know if it's gotten across yet what you just said about the importance of this film um because I think those same people that are considered quote-unquote casuals probably are still thinking, oh, this is just Ant-Man 3. The same people that may have skipped Ant-Man 1 may have skipped Ant-Man 2 and watched every other Marvel movie and, just, and probably didn't miss much of a beat probably feel like, yeah, I don't have to see this one. And I think this is this is the time where they're going to get seriously burned if you don't if you don't see this movie just because I, I do get the sense that this is going to be a major prequel leading into a movie like Avengers, King Dynasty. Um, and I do wonder if Marvel, it's hard because like they don't like to say anything. The only thing they like to say is either when a movie's about to come out and they're on the they're on the immediate press tour or at some sort of announcement show, some sort of convention, some sort of Comic-Con, some sort of, uh, you know, D- D23, something like that. Uh, otherwise, they don't really say anything. They let that. They let the the trades do the talking. They let the the fans do the talking. Speculating, the insiders, the leakers, the scoopers, whatever. Uh, but I do wonder if the messaging hasn't been as outward that you kind of have to see this movie. I mean, the way the Rock was, you know, <laughs> you know, beating people over the head. You have to see Black Adam. You mean you want to you want to see Paul Rudd saying the 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 hierarchy of of the power in <laughs> <and> Marvel has <laughs> is about to shift. It's, it's, <laughs> it's about to shift. Yeah, one hundred percent. How much can he say that if he knows he's about to get uh, his head handed to him? <laughs> ah, yeah, <apparently> <laughs> no, no, the Rock knew that. he was going over. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to uh, our guy Scott Lang in this one. That that's what's weird about the the the. That's what's weird about the, the trailer and the the context and the messaging of the trailer as well is that it's one. Uh, it's definitely playing into the theory that everybody has a Scott Lane's gonna kick the bucket. Uh, they they're leading you into that. They know that that's what everybody thinks is gonna happen, and they are setting it up that like, oh, we just both have to lose. And it's like, oh, you mean so Scott well, Scott Lane's gonna sacrifice himself? That's what they're telling you. And, I mean, it's probably not gonna happen that simply, but that that line could have happened in the first you know thirty minutes of the movie, for all we know. But um, but. The other thing that's happening is uh they're setting this up as a movie where Kang is like Thanos, like he's going to win, you know, like Kang is just is and it probably makes sense like in a movie where we have we know we're getting a movie called Avengers Kang Dynasty. Right. And we got Avenger we got we got uh and I believe Kang. and I believe I believe the, there's messaging in this trailer that says, you know, this is the the start of a dynasty or something like that. Like that, right, those right, words right. are not by accident. Like they're they're alluding to yeah. King Dynasty, even when those words come across the screen. Yeah, one hundred percent, and exactly. And so, like you have th- you have all that. You are not going to have this guy lose to Ant Man, you know. Like that's just you know that's 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 only Vince that's Vince Man Boy. So, like they're in a situation where they have to sell this movie, where you know this guy. Kang, if he's not gonna win outright, it, it's it, probably at worst it's gonna be a draw for him, and so you're gonna have to sell this movie like that, but still get people to go see it where they kind of know what's gonna happen. So it's inter- It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting dilemma they in. I mean, we're all gonna see the movie. It looks good. It's the best trailer I think for an Ant Man movie that I re- I can recall. So, um. I thought it was great, but you know, it just it does highlight the interesting dilemma that they're in. There also was not much in terms of like <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people that saw Catherine Newton's stature and was kind of like, who is that? You know, like we have a recast character character. Uh, I mean, I'm sure again, I'm sure we you know people will figure it out. You can kind of get it in the context, but like they didn't really highlight that, um, which is interesting. But we also obviously we talked about it. Before obviously have certainly shifted the focus from uh, Hope Van Dyne as well, <laughs> the, the, you know for for, for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's like but, it's it, but, it's, a, it's still hard to believe this is an Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Like she's in know, yeah. the title yeah, of the movie. And, <laughs> yeah, we haven't heard dialogue from her basically. Yeah, she's got she's she's getting the 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 Amber Heard mirror treatment in this movie. <laughs> oh man you hate to see it right you hate to see it but look I I do think Kendall makes a good point regarding how there there are challenges with trying to get across just how much of a threat Kang is now I think this trailer does a pretty great job of doing that but there are two things that are well there's one major thing that I think is, is is kind of hurting that cause Kendall says how do you get across more that this guy is a big deal Well, he's fighting Ant-Man. So, for the casual, like, if you saw Kang doing all this, and this was a Spider-Man movie, everybody would know, okay, that guy's very serious. Like, that guy's a problem, and he's going to be a problem for everybody. If you see him doing that, and this is an Iron Man movie, or this is a Captain America movie, you say, okay, it's convincing that, again, not for the, the... the average, not for the the core fans or people who know about Kang. I'm talking about just your casual, just watching this thing. Remember the Mandarin? Like we saw right. the Iron Man three trailers, and people were like, "Oh, this guy the Mandarin." Yeah, man, those trailers. Yeah, I mean, Mandarin. if that man, if you do those Mandarin <laughs> trailers for this Ant Man movie, you have the same issue. It's it looks badass, but you're just like, okay. But if you're a casual, you're like, oh who is this guy?" And I think the yeah. second thing I was gonna say that also goes against Kang is, um, he's not. I don't say yeah. No, I'll say it. He's not Thanos. And what I mean by that is he's not Thanos in regards to, I think, um, name recognition and also kind of just, like, recognition, period, just looking at him. Like, I think Thanos, for more people who are casual, especially because they introduced him so much earlier in an Avengers movie, it was very clear, okay, we know this guy is trouble. Like, you literally introduced him in the first Avengers movie, like... Like they, they, like think about the comparison. You introduce Thanos in an Avengers movie, and you introduce uh, uh, Kang in a Loki series. Like think about yeah. the least, less amount of people that watched Loki compared to a, an Avengers movie. Yeah from from a from a from a comic book standpoint, I'd say it's probably the same. Um, but from a but from a yeah from, from the way they've been introduced, they're rushing Kang far more than they did with Thanos. Thanos, yeah. They took. They they probably took too much time, and but it was well worth the wait. It was well worth the effort because when it hit, everyone knew he was coming, and everybody was on board with who was, who the villain was. There was no confusion. There was no asking who is this guy. It's like, have you not seen any of these other movies where he's been in? He's been in the movie, like with with Kang, and maybe this is them setting up that moment. But like, he's the villain of this movie, as far as we know. I mean. We also see Moda but they're very setting it up as if Kang is clearly the villain. So if Kang is clearly the villain, then this is almost his Infinity War moment. Or at least his Guardians of the Galaxy moment, if you're gonna we're gonna yeah. go with that. But it seems like it's more like Infinity War. Where, like he, is the, the main, where the, he is the main villain and that Kang Dynasty is almost like his end game, so to speak. So yeah, I don't know how this is gonna how it's gonna how it's gonna um be divided, but that 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 they 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 have a, a more of a, a way more of an uphill battle. Um, and then when you throw in the Beyonder aspect to it, that's being rumored and being reported in Secret Wars. They're putting a lot on Jonathan Major's plate, man. They're putting a lot on his plate. I mean, he looks great in this movie in terms of they're making the the whole blue thing and everything. I mean, I think the the CGI and everything has looked looked excellent so far, but man, yeah, he looks putting awesome. a lot on his plate. Yeah, I know. I, I thought he looked fantastic I thought he looked absolutely fantastic i'm um i'm I'm really hoping that this thing you know follows through the way it appears it's gonna follow through like it you know there was a lot of excitement when it was announced that Jonathan Major was gonna play Kang. I don't think there's been anything we've seen so far that has suggested it'll be anything other than awesome, so that was great. Uh, Sham, what did you make of the Modok situation? This has been a controversial aspect of this trailer. Modok, one, his appearance, two, how they're deciding to take the direction of the character. You know, taking that um, that character from the first Ant Man movie, who played uh, um, Yellow Jacket, and now making him the Modok character.
1: Um, well. Um, I didn't even know that was Yellow Jacket, actually. Yeah, it's Darren Cross. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a spoiler, but I think a lot of people that watched that trailer didn't know who that was. Or, or they don't, or even if they noticed that it looked like Moda. That was they, weird, too. Yeah, that I was, seen
0: weird, that it was Yellow Jacket. Yeah, Marvel, that was one of those that was, it was clearly, not to cut you off, but that was one of those where they clearly threw that in there for the emergency awesomes of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Not, right, to, right. not to name drop, but just the, the YouTubers to tell people who that is, because. Yeah, yeah, I seems to be. You guy. just see him in the background. And like you reveal it like that, like what are we doing? Nah, there you was know? a better like, shot of him where he was like, he was like he had like I guess like kind of like the armor yeah, over it, his yeah, head, yeah, and it, he, it, looked, he he actually looked more that like, was like. Yeah, he looks awesome in that. I, I yeah, and he looks like a Power Rangers villain in the, with the one shot with his face. But like, like I like I don't. It sort of it reminds me of the Doctor Strange trailers where you saw. Uh, you know, uh, what you call it? Maria Rambeau fighting as Captain Marvel, and people are like, "Who is that? You know, is that Iron Man? Is that, you know, right. Dean Gray?" Like, oh, people had all these theories, and like, it's like you're playing games. Like, just, just, just make it obvious. And I guess that's what they did. But like, why, why are you hiding it in the background where somebody was just watching the trailer? You could watch it two or three times and not figure out who that person is. So yeah, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Um. Yeah.
1: So that's. Uh, so I don't know. That. I guess that's how I feel about that. It's pretty interesting. Um. It's an interesting decision. I don't. I mean. I don't. I don't necessarily hate the decision. I'm not like a Modok. Um. You know, stand if 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 such person exists. This one, this stands he, for this stands
0: <laughs> for everything. Trust me, it exists. I guess they're out
1: there. <laughs> in a Modok stands. Um. uh, I know he his story was featured recently in the Avengers game. Yes, yeah, he was the he was the main villain of that game, and um, uh, yeah, apparently. I mean, I just know because our our other uh, brother Henry uh, has told me he really likes the story. You know, he thought it was done really well, and and um, you know, so people that play that game may may be more attached to to Modok being shown in a particular kind of way. I'm not so. You put M.O.D.O.K. in the movie, he kind of looks like M.O.D.O.K. Maybe he's more of like a Mecha M.O.D.O.K. I'm chilling. I'm cool. <laughs> I just want to see how it's done and, you know, kind of just absorb that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, it looks fine to me. I'm excited to see M.O.D.O.K. I think it'll be interesting. And um, to me, it was a plus. It was definitely a plus to see it in the trailer. And that's uh, just another thing that I'm looking forward to seeing. Um uh, in the in, on the big screen when I go see the
0: movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I, it's hard for me to really have a, a big say on the decision until I kind of see it played out, like on the surface. So I think that that is uh was a no. Is you, know, you want to make Modoc that character? that's, like the worst thing in the world? No, I, I'm fine with Darren Cross being, um, being Modoc if it's done correctly and you know it's actually you know written well <laughs> like like most things you know like if you're telling me it's just oh um we just threw some flim flam together and and then you put it out there and it sucks i them say yeah this didn't work you know am i uh am i like married to the you know george tarleton character having to be modok in the mcu not necessarily you know like uh we don't think much about him as a alter ego or anything because he, he's very quickly modok in the comic books in every other iteration so it's funny. Sean mentions that uh, that that video game, because that video game is really one of the one of the more mainstream versions of a story that kind of tells a Modok origin. So like, otherwise, like usually he just shows up. And he's already Modok. You're like, okay, this guy is weird but very dangerous. So let's uh, see where this story goes. Um, so I don't I don't think that I necessarily need all of that backstory with George Tarleton to have to tell to get Modok. If they want to just kind of get past that by giving us already the Darren Cross story that we already know and saying that this guy you already met he's going to be um he's going to be the uh, character that is modok moving forward uh, that's fine you know like uh you know darren cross wasn't yellow jacket in the comics and it was fine the first movie so i don't see anything wrong with them deciding to do it uh this way um in, in this film as well you know so uh yeah, it's gonna look. This is a a movie that I think is a big deal. I think that there's no deny. Uh, you can't really um, you you get the feeling that Marvel really wants people to care about this movie and really wants people to understand that there's gonna be ramifications. I hope that they deliver. You know, I I hope that they deliver. There's um, I think that they need to. This is their you know first movie in this new phase. It's the movie that's going to have the main villain of the phase in it. And he's not just like a cameo the way Thanos was in Avengers or these other movies like uh, Guardians 1. Like he's legitimately the villain of the movie. So uh, I'm hoping that they deliver. But man, I really liked what I saw from that first trailer. I think they did a really good job. But let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some other stuff regarding the future of the MCU. And uh, the rumored frontrunner to be Reed Richards in Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four movie. Uh, this being reported by uh, Jeff Snyder and others who have also uh, heard the same thing. That right now it appears Adam Driver is the frontrunner to play Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. So, Adam Driver, I mean you guys should know Adam Driver. He's been in a bunch of big movies. Of course, he played Kylo Ren in the Star Wars films. Driver's name had not really come up, at least not anything I have seen uh, in recent months but this rumor got really hot on the internet over the past week Um, there have been some denials but there's been other people saying that no we're hearing the same thing that Adam Driver is indeed uh, if not the the number one candidate one of the candidates that people want to play uh, that Marvel wants to play Reed Richards so I'll toss it to Kendall we talked a lot about uh, some fan casting of Reed Richards and our thoughts and what we would do with the Reed Richards casting do you like the idea of Adam Driver playing Reed Richards in the MCU yeah so um the Reed Richards thing I mean I, I've put it out there on this show my fan casting I know it wasn't it didn't it wasn't met with uh unanimous opinion but um but I'll get to that a little later but in terms of Adam driver uh I think Adam driver is uh you know his name has been connected to this movie, he's been speculated. First, Grace Randolph was thrown out. That there was a Star Wars actor that was in the running for a role in this movie, and people were were debating: Is it Boyega? Is it, uh, is it Driver? Is it who is Daisy Ridley? Like who is it? Right. Um, and when and then when it, when people started talking about Adam Driver, then it was then was it Reed Richards or was it Doctor Doom? And that still hasn't been. Confirmed one way or the other, but it's starting. The smoke is starting to lean heavily towards he's in the running for for the Reed Richards part. Um, I mean, Adam Driver can do it. It's obviously the Kylo Ren thing makes the Doctor Doom fit seem simpler. Uh, But in terms of you know, he could definitely play the quirky guy. Um, I could see that. You know, he doesn't have the stereotypical Reed Richards, square jaw look, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, you know, but it's just one of those things that it doesn't really matter. Like neither neither really did Miles Teller. And I thought Miles Teller was fine as Reed Richards. So, um, like, that, the, the, the look wasn't the problem with that movie. You know, the look of Reed Richards. So, I think Adam Driver is certainly a good enough actor. If you're asking me does he have the acting chops to play Reed Richards, I'd say for sure. Um, He's the right age, I think, uh, to where if you told me, like, yeah, he's playing, like, one of the smartest, you know, people on the planet. Um, it's not the smartest person on the planet, but, it, you know, that isn't like, you know, but he's old. He's not as old as Hank Pym, for example. Like, he's, a, he's, a, he's a younger guy. I could buy that. Um, I could buy, like, if you told me he was 30. Like, I don't know how old Adam Driver is, but if you told me he was a 31-year-old, I'd be like, yeah, that, 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 that sounds about right. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think that this is a, a, a casting that is, um, if it is like 39, but he looks like a guy that could, that could play anybody anywhere from 30 to 40 and I, I'd buy it. So, um, this is a casting that I could get behind. Uh, but like I said, from a look standpoint, uh, not the most, um, not the most stereotypical. I mean, the name that I've thrown out there in the past, uh, was Brandon Routh, um, it's a different type of casting. I think he's a little older than Adam Driver is, but, um, I think that that he's played that kind of character before, but it's, 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 uh, he, he's, he's a lot more like just, you know, plug and play. Like We've mm-hmm. seen him in that role before as, yeah. as Ray Palmer, where it'd be a lot easier to imagine him playing Reed Richards. And he's played, he's played a character bigger than Reed Richards and Superman. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the sense that while the Ray Palmer thing was TV, he obviously had the experience of being the the face of a major franchise. So uh, I think Brandon Routh would be a good fit, but um, I could definitely see uh, Adam Driver as well. It's funny. Roth actually is a really, I think he's a really good fan casting. kudos um, to you, Kendall. <laughs> I would be totally on board with yeah. that. But uh, Shane, I mean, you, you've been, you are extremely familiar with, Driver's work because of, you know, how closely you follow Star Wars. What do you make of this rumor that he could be the lead uh, for the Fantastic Four playing Reed Richards?
1: I mean, it sounds to me like Marvel keeps trolling with this. this, So they troll us with Krasinski. and, And I don't like that, which everybody knows I don't like that. But all right. So, I mean, we got Adam Driver. I mean, Adam Driver is a great act. Right. He's, a fantastic, he's a great actor. Um, I mean, I thought he did a good job portraying Kylo Ren. I, he's a good actor, right? And I've seen him in other things, and he's a he's a very good actor. Um, and I think he could absolutely play Reed Richards. Um, I mean, I don't know. what I don't know. I, I mean, I think he's just not the person that comes to my mind when I think of actors. And, and Adam Driver is definitely someone... He he's at the level of acting I think at this point where he's someone you kind of you know you kind of just have a a role in mind and you're like oh I think Adam Driver would be good for that role and you just he, he, he didn't him. have to audition yeah he's yeah, not right. auditioning for anything so they just contacted him if if this is true and said we want you to be Mr Fantastic yeah like they said, see yeah.
0: him as Reed Richards yeah yeah and you I just, I just don't like I don't, don't really Driver see that Richards yeah.
1: And, and I or I don't know. I don't know what the process was. I don't know if they reached out to A B C D and E person, and driver was F. I like I don't know, but um, this has, definitely isn't a dream casting. Now I think he can play Reed Richards. I think the Fantastic Four can still be a good movie uh, with him being Reed Richards and them showing up in future projects as well, or just other things, but or just him showing up in other things. But it's just um, definitely not not what I would have chosen. Similar to Miles Teller, like you like you talked about, I know I mean. Even in that movie, Miles Teller wouldn't have been the Reed Richards necessarily that I picked, but he ended
0: up being Reed Richards and he was fine. I saw so somebody. I he could I be fine. I saw somebody talk about that movie and say that that movie would have been better if Michael B. Jordan was Reed Richards and Miles Teller was Johnny Thor. and I was like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It would I don't, I don't think it would have so been better, that. but it's, I just thought that was funny. You know what I saw that was interesting about this was – and because you, you, Miles Teller, he just – he excuse me, not Miles uh, Adam Driver. Like, you know, look, he could – he the one thing I will say about this is that this almost looks like Kevin Feige thinks that Adam Driver is an exceptional talent and he wants an exceptional talent in this role. You know, sometimes you get a guy he may not seem like the most perfect fit, but he like, this guy's a superstar. He'd be the he best can, actor they've casted in a long, right, long time. Right, He'd be oh, the from from a talent standpoint, exactly. Uh, maybe since Cumberbatch, maybe like I don't know, like it'd be yeah. And then, but then even Cumberbatch, like Cumberbatch, you know, it's different because I was using he was, in, he was he had a lot of British stuff, but like, you know, I don't think he was as hot as Adam Driver. I'll say that.
1: No, People no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm not, but I'm talking, yeah, no, I know. I, agree with that. I'm yeah, talking about he's yeah, a little more
0: experience. But yeah. 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 But in terms of, like, but in terms of a guy right now who's, like, you know, it feels like every year he's in some movie that's being nominated for an Academy Award, you know, or as a blockbuster, one or the other, man, I mean, he's he's one of the bigger names out there right now. And it's, it's him and, like, Majors was like that as well. And we see now why they cast Majors to play Kang. Cause they they want him to be the face of the MCU on the villain side of this next phase, but if they're casting Adam Driver to play Reed Richards, like it makes sense why he's not playing Doctor Doom, you know why he'd be playing Reed Richards because they 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 expect that to be a major role. Twice nominated for an Academy Award, twice nominated for an Emmys, uh, three times nominated for Golden Globes, one time nominated for a Tony so and i don't and i don't know if any of that was for his biggest role which is star wars no none of that was for star wars talking about black and <laughs> marriage story um yeah none of none of that for you know girls the tv show none none of that for for again star wars which we so that, that says so that so to me like he checks two boxes for kevin he's in house One, of Gucci most recently yes and i think he's going to be playing uh He's in um, the Ferrari movie. I believe, I, th- I think he's playing Ferrari, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, apologies if I'm wrong on that, but I, I think I saw that the other day because I was looking up this stuff. He is, yes. Yeah, and, and, and that movie is, like, said to be going for Oscar-type appeal. Whether they get it or not, it, you know, we'll see. But th- this is the, this is kind of cavalry, so he checks two boxes in that. He has franchise experience where he handles himself well and understands what, what goes with that and he has legit acting chops again the fit with reed richards isn't obvious but he but again like kevin may feel like the guy is so talented he's one of the people that you just put him in any role he he will do it so i could see him seeing it that way one interesting kind of thought i saw on the internet that did make me pause because as we say always with recastings or reboots with marvel studios is that if Kevin Feige is going to be doing a character. He wants to do something different than has been done before. And some people say, what if Adam Driver is Reed Richards, but what if he eventually turns into the maker? Now, for those who don't know who the maker is, the maker is Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe. And he has the same backstory. He he becomes, you know, leader of the Fantastic Four, all that stuff. But through various different traumatic things that happened during his time as the leader of fantastic four he eventually turns into a supervillain and he turns into the maker and think of someone as smart as be richer as being a supervillain that is extremely dangerous and uh he's one of the better villains superhero villains probably in the marvel comic universe right now um because is now converted to the mainstream universe away from the ultimate universe what if kevin feige what if that's his endgame. What if he wants to say? What if what what will happen if I turn? I know he kind of did with Wanda already. What if he said, "I, I will give you what you want, but I want to turn Reed Richards evil eventually." And boy, would Adam Driver make a great supervillain and a great character, the Maker. He would be great in that role. Uh, it it made, it made me pause. It made me think about that because I was like, man, if you're trying to get someone who played Reed Richards and the Maker. Adam Driver would probably be on that short list. When I'm looking at just more the conventional Reed Ree Richards, I don't know if he'd be my first choice, but I know he's a great talent. But that was where I... When I saw that uh, theory pop up on, on Twitter, I, I was like, That's, someone may be cooking with gas there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I I mean, I could see that. I mean, he definitely has... He's definitely able to... He would definitely be able to portray the, the villain side well, for sure. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's possible. You know, you never know. Um, I mean, I think, I don't know. I just, I think I just... I think, I I think Marvel has a... It, it, and this it, it feels harsh to say. I To me, I feel like Marvel has a long way to go to be planning on, okay, well, then Reed Richards is going to turn evil and then he's going to... It's like, well, hold on a second. Make a good Fantastic Four movie. Make a good... Stop teasing the mutants and show me a, an actual mutant, like like a like a mutant mutant like Rogue, like Jean Grey or Logan or something. Like do something, you know. So I don't know. I just you know that's my that's my
0: mini rant. But we didn't talk about yeah. We we didn't talk about this a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago, but there was also the report that um that Austin Butler was and his people his agents were trying to uh line him up and trying to get him involved in the, the human torch uh casting. I don't know you don't know what's true and what's not obviously but that was a that was a major report that was out there. Um and you wanna talk about a name that's also white hot right now. Yeah. Right after Elvis. Another uh, golden get, another Golden Globe Award winner. Yeah. You know he he's uh he's becoming a household name. Um he's a little older. Yeah uh you know, I think he's he's you know approaching thirty if he's not there already. He's thirty one. He's thirty one. Um, I mean, if if we're saying Adam Driver's thirty nine, yeah, if Adam Driver's thirty nine, I mean, then he's fine yeah. being thirty one and yeah, he's, he's fine, fine. Yeah. He Sue's brother. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, it's more so everybody's got their 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 thing in their head that he's gonna be as old as Holland. You know, and Holland is twenty five, young, wise, playing a high schooler. Yeah, you know. So if like if we're saying oh he's gonna be within the age range of Tom Holland, well that looks a little less realistic if he's playing uh, if it's Austin Butler. But if we're taking that out of it, we're just saying we're just casting somebody to be Johnny Storm. I think Austin Butler can certainly do it. Um, I mean, I mean, and who's to say that this? Uh, who's to say that this next Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man right as a freshman? And well, he's not in college. He's like in. Or whatever he's doing, I guess maybe he's in community college or whatever. I mean, dude, like, I've watched, I watched, like, they could do a time a little, jump. You could definitely say, okay, yeah, yeah. he's now nah, he's 24, and maybe he I watched a to, couple, yeah, he meets I a watched. Source. Yeah, I, I watched a, a good bit of a solid bit of the uh, Uncharted movie with Tom Holland and Mark, Mark Wahlberg. And you know, he plays an adult, in that movie. you know, he's not playing a high schooler, he kind of. You know, you kinda of forget, like he's a bartender in the movie and you're like, Well this is Peter Parker, you know, like high school Peter Parker's out here, but like but Tom Holland's like twenty five, you know, however old he is, like right, you know. Yeah. So in theory it's not that crazy. So yeah, I mean if you told me yeah, you know, tomorrow that yeah, actually Peter Parker's now twenty five, uh you could probably get away with it. But Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched him in that movie um Cherry too, by the by the yes. Russos.
1: And he's very good in that movie but he played someone that is also not like a high schooler he's like a young man um you know is and it's it it kind of shows some depth because it was a very very interesting role but he can definitely play someone older you know like he can he can grow facial hair and all that he can play someone older it just you know it's just uh you know we're so used to seeing him as as Peter Parker is just or young Peter Parker is kind of hard to visualize but but I think he's definitely capable of it.
0: if it just feel I don't I mean who knows what's gonna happen but it just feels like the momentum is, is moving towards this fantastic forecasting being major like it, like some of them names we were throwing out there a couple months ago with rumors that people that were lined up you know good actors people who are up and coming in their career some of them have established some good things, but not real superstars. It just feels like wherever that was, that's not where Marvel is right now. Now, maybe I'm yeah, wrong. Th- but they it could just, probably it just, be... It feels safer. like things are shifting. We're talking about uh, Austin Butler and, and Driver now. Yeah. I, I, the sense that I get is that Marvel could be a little... They, that they're looking for st- megastars to play, or bigger stars at least. If stars within like the context of the roles they're playing to play Reed and, and Human Torch and uh, Human Torch being you're going to find someone who's a young, more of a young adult star obviously and then I think with Sue and, and the thing the thing he probably may wind up getting a superstar also is just doing the voice but the Sue is the one where I think we may see somebody who's not as much of a household name um, the name I have that I've been thinking about for the thing and I, it won't happen for, for for probably a few reasons, but I, I feel like John Cena would be good as the as, as, as the thing. John Cena would be great as this thing. Uh, you know, and I mean, I know there is a relationship between Gunn and Feige. Now, will Feige Gunn be thrilled with Cena going to be peacemaker and then going to play the thing? Uh, right. I don't know. Also, that's why I don't know if it would happen. Yeah. Also, will John Cena want to be in that much makeup one hundred percent of the time? That feels even more less or, like ju- or even just want to be a, a voice role. You know, you want to be, you know. Yeah, or EVCGI. I mean, the the voice role, they might not be that bad. I mean, Vin Diesel does it. And Brian yeah. Cooper does. I mean, they look, enough money, and you don't got to show up <laughs> to do anything. I mean, I think that these guys have no problem with that. But uh, but I would expect this thing to be a character that he would have to do. At, at best, he'd have to do mocap. mo-cap. Yeah, like yeah. he'd have to be like a uh he had to be like uh what's Ruffalo. Ruffalo with Ruffalo with the Hulk or Tatiana Marzani with the uh, She Hulk. So So I I don't know if he'd want to do all that. Uh now, you know, money talks and it's a huge role, so maybe that could convince him otherwise. But yeah, that that'd be that'd be I think that John Cena could, could potentially uh do that role as well. I don't know. I don't know if I have anybody for like thing at the moment. I didn't really think about that one. But Cena's not a bed. See, he's not a bad choice. Kendall's got a he's got a nice little fan casting going on. He had uh who do you, wait who'd you have as a uh, Brandon uh, Routh, John yeah, Cena, Routh, John Cena. I mean, he's, got, he's got look, I like the first two. I mean, shoot, maybe Ken Vite gotta give a call out to 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 where Kendall's at and say, hey man, maybe you could make give him a little producer role out there in uh at the Atlanta sweatshop. See, I think I think he can make some phone calls and get some stuff going because I like what Kendall's doing. Hey, director, with. director of player personnel. Marvel <laughs> series, they're into movie movie personnel. <laughs> oh man, yeah, so we'll see what happens, man. Um, fantastic four, still waiting to see what's going on with that film. But the Adam Driver news, interesting, it is interesting to say the least. Let's move on though, and let's get some more news regarding some other potential unannounced Marvel projects. Black Panther, yes, that is right. Black Panther, we just watched Black Panther Wakanda forever towards the end of last year in november but uh at the golden globes letitia wright says that there may be more coming soon or maybe not soon but at least maybe at least in the works Uh, she was talking about it during an interview on the red carpet at the golden globes she said i think it's already already in the works regarding black panther 3 she said you know we had just a terrific two years of just bringing it out and everybody coming together to support it we need a little break, a bit of a break. We need to regroup and Ryan needs to get back in the lab. So it's going to take a while, but really excited for you guys to see that. After she can uh, confirm uh, uh, in a third installment, she said, I always try to do positive uh, words, positive thinking. I think I believe the good words manifest. So I'm manifesting a Black Panther three. Why not? So. There, she kind of says, you know, you know, she's manifesting a Black Panther 3. But earlier, she says that she thinks that, you know, this is something in the works. And you would imagine someone who is the, right now the lead in the Black Panther franchise would have some idea about what their plans are moving forward. So, Shamari, thoughts on the idea that Black Panther 3 could potentially be in the works already?
1: Um, I mean, to an extent. I mean, it's not the... I mean, it's not that crazy. I mean, so many things... Whenever people say in the works, it's always so, like... It's like, yeah, you're... It's like, in the works at this point, it's just, it's in your head. And it's like, yeah, I, mean, I guess it's in the You know, like, it is, I guess, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would expect Kugler to be thinking of ideas for Black Panther 3. I was probably thinking of ideas for Black Panther 3 a couple months ago. So, yeah, it probably is in the works. He's probably writing stuff down, jotting stuff down, maybe having conversations with people having conversations with, you know, Nate Moore and having conversations with this one or that one, uh, Feige. He's probably doing those things, not at a hurried pace or anything. Like he's oh I got to come out with anything, but yeah, he's probably engaging in in that, in that, in that, that process. So, I mean, I don't think she's, she's wrong in, in, in stating that or in, or in like hoping for that to be the case. It probably is the case. Um, and, you know, I don't know, I mean, you know, we'll see how the movie turns out. Um, but I mean, I'm with her. I'm looking for, I want to see a Black Panther three. I'm looking forward to Black Panther three. Now they were going to see it for a while. I don't, you know, uh, and there's so many other movies coming out between now and whenever that movie would even be announced. I don't even know what the MCU will look like when Black Panther three is announced. Um, or you know whenever it comes out, so it's a long time from now. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have any issue with with, with what she's saying. You know, the movie will come out, and cooler <laughs> uh, should be behind it. I would imagine, and and that'll be fun to see. But uh, but yeah, those are my thoughts on that.
0: Kendall, your thoughts on a, on a Black Panther three? Shamari feeling like he's not really taking all this that much seriously. He asked me, he's like, you know, oh yeah. You got Black Panther 3, you know, okay, yes, it, you know, tell me when, call me when there's casting, call me when there's, uh, you know, there's a, a shoot schedule. He don't, he don't want to hear about this, uh, oh, it's in the Look, works. What are, you, what are your uh, thoughts, Kendall? I'm, I'm with Shamarin. and it's not, it really doesn't have much to do about, you know, how I felt about Black Panther 2 or how I feel about the prospects of a third Black Panther movie or anything. It's just... It's just the way Marvel structured right now. Like looking five years into the future, or even two, three years into the future, is impossible because, like, a third Black Panther movie could be like, it could be like Black Panther versus the X Men, for all we know. Like, or it could <laughs> yeah. be Black Panther versus Fantastic Four, or it could be Black Panther versus Doctor Doom, or it could just be a black, a regular Black Panther movie, which is very possible, and I, you know, I can get excited about that, but I don't want to. We can start theorizing, oh, what's Black Panther 3 is about? Is, it, is Storm going to be in it? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be the return of Killmonger? Is M'Baku going to turn into a villain? Like, all these whatever crazy theories and ideas you got. Yeah. But, like, they, Feige could use Black Panther 3 as a vessel for Avengers 8. And, like, I, you know, I just, I don't know. So it's impossible to say what that movie's going to look like. When is it's even going to come out? Like Shemari said, if it's coming out five years from now, the MCU is going to be in, like, Phase 7. And, you know, it would be a different conversation about what these movies are even going to look like. So, yeah, I mean, it's just hard. Like, Captain America 3, imagine asking after Captain America 2, like, you excited for Captain America 3? I mean, how many people knew that it was going to be Civil War? <laughs> you know? I mean, and I, if you would have told me that, I'd been like, yeah, I'm excited for that. But people probably thought, probably had their own ideas of what a Captain America 3 was going to look like. You know, we're about to talk about what, you know, a, a, you know, Doctor Strange 3, but... That one seems a little bit clearer on what that's going to be about. But even that, we really don't know. They didn't really tease anything about Black Panther 2, Black Panther 3 in Black Panther 2. The only thing we know is that we got, uh, you know, T'Challa Jr. But otherwise, um, yeah, there's no, there's no. And and Baku, you know, is is leading Wakanda. Yeah, you know, so. So, you know, that's 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 all we got. Yeah. Otherwise, there's yeah, there's no foreshadowing from a story standpoint. And also, standpoint. now to be fair, there was none in one either. Like one right. kind of just ends and it is because it is. and that's the thing I was just about to say. Like because because it's the same with one and even with this, all those stories and storylines. Maybe not the the the, the, the T'Challa Junior, but like like the Mbaku stuff and you know stuff they've set up with like Okoye and just like we saw in Black Panther One. Like it's gonna be touched on in other projects, probably, you know, like, you know, Brian Kluger signed this big deal with Disney that where he's going to, supposedly, supposedly he's going to be having Disney plus shows. Yeah. Well, I'd expect, you know, some of these storylines will be touched on and expanded upon in Disney plus series in the, in the interim, besides the fact that we also have all these rumors about vibranium and vibranium being a big, you know, talking point in the next phase or two for Marvel. So if the Wakandans aren't involved, it'd be kind of weird. So, yeah. um, I almost feel like whatever Black Panther three is has absolutely nothing to do with anything we've, we've seen so far. So it's impossible. It's really impossible to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I I, did, I appreciate the update from, uh, from, uh, Letitia. Um, I, I do kind of feel like it's, uh, a little bit vague, you know, oh, it's already in the works. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I think you know Ryan and um, them—they they working on something. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, she uh she wants them checks to clear again, so because uh, of all the money they're making from this last one. So I'm sure she's hoping that there's a third one involved, I and mean, I'm sure there are. I mean, I know Ryan has ideas, I and mean, when Kendall mentions the the big overall deal that Ryan signed with Disney and Marvel, you know, it's suggests that she you know she knows that too. So I know she knows that things in the works because she's like, "Well, Ryan's working on shows and stuff, so we're definitely going to get more, um, more Black Panther movies." Now, do I think that a third movie is absolutely like lined up? They know exactly where they're going. That would be a little surprising to me, but it wouldn't be shocking in some ways because of the the chaotic nature. You know, some of it out of their control, some of it in their control of how the second movie was made. I almost feel like in a weird way, because now everything has kind of been set in place, we know the direction, they know the direction. It's probably a little easier to say, okay, I know exactly where I'm going with this story in the next film. Um, maybe he didn't know that, speaking of Ryan Cooler, maybe he didn't know that when he was doing, why he was doing Black Panther 2. He, he may know that now, having finished the movie, having seen the movie, having seen the reaction. He could say, okay, I know exactly where I want to go, and this is how I want to do this. Um, or he may have known that as he was kind of storyboarding this world of Wakanda that he's supposed to be building for Marvel. So that I can see happening. But how far along are we? Probably still in the infant stages here. I mean, this movie came out just two months ago. So do I think it's going to be like a Spider-Man situation where it seems like every two, three years is a Spider-Man movie? No, I think that's probably going to be another four years or so when we get the next Black Panther movie. But I'll be excited for it. I definitely want to see another one. So uh, we'll see uh, where that goes. Let's uh, let's shift gears Talking about what I thought was a very interesting story um, regarding a movie that is currently not on the slate, but may appear on the slate. <laughs> so we, we've seen, you know, Kevin Feige came, came out, you know, with his uh, MCU slate showing all the movies that will be coming out. Some of those movies have been delayed, but apparently there are some movies that are going to be showing up that we have not seen yet, or at least not have been announced. And one of them being a Doctor Strange 3. According to uh, Jason Kane, Marvel plans to release another Doctor Strange film before Avengers the Kang Dynasty. And apparently Scott Derrickson is set to direct that movie. So he posted a tweet saying in 2026 we'll get Doctor Strange 3. That will lead directly into Kang Dynasty and then there'll be an eternal sequel in that movie I'm oh, be in that year 2026 so scott derrickson had directed the first doctor strange movie then he left got fired whatever the deal was with the second one but eventually he, he stopped doing the second one and the second one became a sam raimi film here now you got uh kane saying that derrickson will be back to do the third film uh, i will go i thought this a kendall uh your thoughts on doctor strange 3 potentially being uh in the works or or at least maybe on the docket three years from now to come in come out before kang dynasty um yeah that's very interesting how like they they they're trying to push it uh ahead of king king dynasty i mean you know obviously they that that is one where we, we 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 have a better idea of of where that's going in terms of, you know, we, at least in the the post credit scene, we did get the introduction of uh, Clea, and you know they they casted Charlize Theron, which is, uh, you know that that's that's that that's another that's another casting where you're saying yourself you're not casting Charlize Theron to play uh, a bit role, you right. know, um, not 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 unless you wanna you wanna just. Not unless you 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 want to overpay for no reason. So clearly they've got they've got plans for that character. So uh, an immediate plans. I mean, much of a call it. Nate Moore mentioned, you know, Harry Styles. He was like, yeah, obviously we have more plans. We have plenty yes. of stories that we want to tell with Star Fox. You know, we didn't cast him for a post credit scene. You know, so I think it's the same deal with with Charlie Steron and and Clea. Um, what the what the. Um, Context is, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll see its connection to King Dynasty. Uh, I think a lot of this multiverse stuff is gonna be weird. You know, I think people are gonna have to prepare themselves for that. And I think there are gonna be a lot of people, probably me included, that are gonna some of the 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 multiversal jargon and mumbo jumbo. Some I think some people are just gonna ignore a lot of it. And be like, well, if it gets me Wolverine and Toby Maguire on the same screen, like I don't care. You know? Yeah, but. Doctor Strange I feel like it's gonna be one of the movies that'll really try and make some of that make sense and the science and mm-hmm. magic behind it all but um, yeah no I, I I'm, I'm interested to in see how how how, uh, how that comes about there was also another report from uh, the Cosmic Circus where uh, there's rumors that Marvel could be making a strange Academy. Disney Plus series, mm-hmm. um, and which you know that 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 had a that that had its own line of comics and you know could star Wong and and America Chavez and maybe some other young magic u- users, but uh, that the 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 Doctor Strange corner of the universe is one that particularly when you include Wanda and you include Agatha and what they set up on that side. Uh, is one that they're continuing to expand for sure. Yeah, and when I saw the rumor about the Strange Academy, I mean, when we saw how much Wong had a, an impact on the She-Hulk show and how well he fit in to the Disney Plus show, at least that show and the Disney Plus kind of presentation, it, it, it did make me wonder, hey, maybe there is something they could do with Wong on Disney Plus. I think it could work really well. I, I think that'd be really cool. I would like to see uh, if they do decide to do something like that. It'd definitely be a great way to keep America Chavez in the loop and keep us keep her kind of uh, front of mind after her, her first appearance in uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sham, how do you feel about a Doctor Strange 3 being, you know, torpedoed up, potentially fast-tracked, to get ahead of Kang? Um,
1: I mean, it definitely shouldn't be fast-tracked. Um... I mean, I don't hate the Doctor Strange character. I, I, the first movie, I think is a very good Marvel movie. Um, the second one is is a decent Marvel movie, but it's but you know not as good as the first one, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely don't think it should be side, you know, fast tracked, and you know, I I feel like Marvel needs to. I feel. I feel like they need to establish, like, a good like new group of heroes and um, and just kind of reestablish their core their core franchises. <laughs>
0: Let's you know? be honest, Mari. What you're saying is, why are we fast tracking Doctor Strange three and not like the X Men? And the Well, I mean, it. I've been saying that for like 10 shows now. Why are we talking about Doctor Strange? I no one's like, asking for this movie. I mean,
1: I feel like I'm beating a dead horse with even saying that. So that's the only reason I didn't start with that. Because I say, I feel like I say that after every time he asks <laughs> me anything. I'm like, well, where's the mutants? <laughs> <We> keep talking <laughs> about mutants. And I haven't seen... We keep talking about these mutants. <laughs> oh, and re Richards God, and stuff. Man. And aerospace engineer and all this other stuff. It's like, what is Marvel doing? It's We're talking really about like Eternals. Eternals. We're talking about Eternals 2. Eternals and
0: X-Men. Harry and, like, Styles and, and,
1: you know, Clea. And EJ, we, like, <laughs> like where's, it, I, I think it was Charlie EJ that brought that up. Doom? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, Dr. D, you know, it's like, like, Clea, like, I wasn't thinking about, no one's thinking about Clea. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody's thinking about Clea and no. all. I'm not feeling it. What did they do? What did they do with that post credit scene? No one's thinking about that post credit scene. Nobody. Nobody cares about that. I want to know, you know, I just want to see the projects that they announced. You know, I don't want them to fast track Doctor Strange. Just come out with Blade, come out with Fantastic Four, who's a Fantastic Four? Like just, just do that. <laughs> At Marvel needs yeah. they need to focus on making sure that is good. That's what well, that's all I need to see. You know,
0: Shamari sure saw, sh- saw Clea show up <laughs> in a post credit scene and it's like, I don't care anything about this. I don't care that there's a portal opened up. Matter of fact So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in the portal. He's like, just go jump in that portal, and get out of here. I don't need to see you anymore. Shout out, to Deion Sanders. Like, just go ahead and jump in that portal. Like, uh, that's funny to me. Like, and like, you're not wrong. You're not. You're not wrong. And look, I, I, I don't think, I, I, like, like, to Shamari's point, the point that he made himself. Like, I, I think it's a kind of a dead issue. Like. We're just not getting <laughs> anything significant yeah. from mutants before Secret Wars. I, I think that that's yeah. obvious at this point, you know? Like, you know, now now Wolverine and Deadpool, or whatever that movie ends up being called. I know Ryan Reynolds choked that there's no way that's what the movie's going to be called. But whatever the movie is, Deadpool 3. Like, maybe, that's our, maybe we do get a lot more answers by then. Like, I certainly would hope so. But... I think there's a great chance that you just won't know anything until Secret Wars comes out. And once Secret Wars happens, then we'll have a much better idea of, like, what happened with Mutants and, and all that stuff. So, but, yeah, I, I get Shamari's point. It just feels like, you and know. And why not the Fantastic Four? And I know that's one thing, and we, we are going to get something eventually from the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, I mean, we are getting something. We're getting the Fantastic but Four before like, this Doctor Strange movie. But, like, man, I mean, me. I thought Shamari about it last week, like. Or maybe it was you, I don't even remember, but like, I mean, and we've, t- we've mentioned it on the show every other month, every other week, like, that movie was announced in like 2019. Yeah, We're in 2023, and we still don't even know who's playing the Fantastic Four. I mean, what are we that, doing? That is wild. That movie right now, <laughs> that movie was, yeah, you're right, it was, it was announced. It was officially announced in 2020, but they, they said they were making it in 2019. Yeah, and, and we're four years Ruby? later, now we're looking, you know, like, now we're, we're still
1: re- talking about who's Reed Richards. It's yeah, like, now what, like come on.
0: <laughs> and Marvel's <laughs> like coming out with these mid projects, and it's just like Comic Con not the X-Men. for another like four months, five yeah. months. You know, it's like yeah. just give me who's Sixth Reed months, Richards, who's
1: Fantastic Four. Like, you don't right have now, the the capital to just be teasing to be teasing this stuff, and then trolling people with crazy. Like, stop it. Like, come out with a good movie and tell me who the
0: Fantastic Four is. 2025 is when you'll get your Fantastic Four movie, Sham. 2025. Six years, man. Take oh, it takes them six crazy. years for a movie. They announced to finally make it. Well, look, yeah, there, they, there they was a pan- look, look there was a pandemic that happened. I don't want to make it sound like this <laughs> nothing that happened. You know, the world shut down. It did kind of throw things off a little bit. And, you know? and they decided we're gonna we, we're gonna we're gonna introduce Agatha Harkness, and then we're gonna make an Agatha Harkness show before we make Fantastic Four, man. But no, there I do get you guys' point. Is that like it feels like you know where are their priorities? You know, it's like we gotta do the the, the, the group show. You know, we gotta do the holiday special. You know, we gotta do I get the Harkness show. You know, back gotta... in the day they had they had very clear priorities, man. It was so easy. Is it Captain was like Iron Man, I mean, Iron Man, Thor, Cap, Iron Man, Thor. And, you know, Thor they two, didn't Cap mess around two. with all this other stuff. But it's like, like the question I guess becomes though, like it like do we think that these other things are actually negating Marvel's chances to get these other projects out sooner? Like that would be the question. I guess that if right, like right. one day knock on wood, I remember it's not knock on wood, I actually want it to happen. Uh, if we ever get that Kevin Feige interview or an interview with someone high up at Marvel, like that would be, I think the great question to ask is like, okay, yes, Dr. Strange three. Okay, cool. We, we like Dr. Strange. So that's fine. We're like, are you doing Dr. Strange? Is that going to slow down? A chance of seeing the other things that we want to see. Okay, cool. You doing Agatha Harkness? Like, is that is that a reason why you know uh, Fantastic Four is delayed? Like, that I hope not. Like, you can just keep that Agatha Harkness thing. If that meant that I can get Fantastic Four sooner, that's a question that only he could answer. I would suggest he tell you that they, they they're not like linked. That like for whatever reason those movies have to come out at this time, so they're doing things before then. Like they like like they're not going to sit around and do nothing. So they're giving you other stuff. Would you rather have nothing in that time, and because you gotta wait till 2025 to get Fantastic Four, or do you want to just it's okay? Let's sit through Agatha Harkness and another holiday special with the Guardians, and and just move on. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't mean to sound like their lawyer, but I'm just saying I think that that's probably what they would tell you because it's a fair question. Or are more frustrated even less with the fact that the stuff hasn't come out, and more so the secrecy and lack of transparency about these projects. You know, it's one thing to be like, Yeah, this isn't coming out for a while But it's another thing to like say it's coming out and have no updates for like two years. Yeah, I don't I don't like that th- I don't
1: need them they don't need to for me, they don't need to announce anything that's not coming out within the next like three years. Like I don't know if that's a controversial take. I know we all want slates. I know we all want slates. But like especially if you're not gonna give me any update and when it's like Clearly, the best thing that I'm gonna see from Marvel, or, or like if it's not the best thing, like if you announce X Men and I'm not getting any X Men for like seven years or something crazy like that, don't announce it. Like, like <laughs> don't announce it, or if you are gonna announce it, like put X Men in some, put an X Man in something, put it, right. it just be one, just just, in, just right. Wolverine Rogue, and it doesn't matter who it is. Just put an X-Man in something.
0: And, and well, again, I mean, at the very least... And you say they, that, Sham, you, but, like, I mean, they did put Charlie Xavier in such a strange multiverse of madness. Oh, yeah, and yeah, they killed game. him. It was a troll, <laughs> but EJ. It was a troll, EJ. Right, EJ. that's, that's my point. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. Trolling. I, I know, I feel you.
1: If they I don't troll, you. I'm chilling. <laughs> and so they also. Like, they keep, like, poking and prodding and, oh, you thought this was, you know, Reed Richards, but it's not. Well, okay, it's wait, like,
0: we... Not to take this totally off off kilter, because I want to stay on this point. But yeah, Patrick Stewart should have kept he he should he should have kept that uh, he should have kept that that uh, that uh, reveal. He should have just Chair yeah. He should have kept that wheelchair at home, man. That some, <laughs> yeah. some some money some money is bad money, man. Some <laughs> yeah. money is bad money. Like like look, I I think I'm I'm happy the Illuminati was in there, and I'm happy Charles Xavier was in the Illuminati. I was important. He should have made Kevin Bacon get somebody else. That should not be the yeah, last 100%. time. That should not be the last time I see Charles Xavier in that damn wheelchair. I'm yeah, being honest, and exactly. I and I like and I liked the multiverse of madness, but we could we could have kept that one. Yeah, yeah, it just and and, and yeah. so I was gonna ask you guys, and EJ just said, you know, you like multiverse of madness. Obviously, I didn't like it as much as, as you, but I I didn't hate the movie. Uh, I was more frustrated with the Illuminati stuff than I was the movie in general, but. Do we feel like Multiverse of Madness was a good Doctor Strange sequel? Or do we want Doctor Strange 3 to be more of an actual Doctor Strange movie than some Avengers Fest? Which goes back to the point that we made about Black Panther 3 where it's like, I don't know if that's what Marvel's interested in doing. I don't know if they're making a movie about Doctor Strange anymore. I mean, Multiverse of Madness to me felt more like a WandaVision sequel than a Doctor Strange sequel. Right. That makes sense. I agree. I'd agree, yeah, I'd agree with that in I, terms I, of character development. in it. <laughs> You're right. He, he didn't get much character development in the movie. It was Wanda that got. Yeah, most of it he developed. is a little bit of Christine Palmer closure that he dealt yeah. with, and that was really it. Right. And we saw, like, clearly this is not. He's a far more experienced, you know, Doctor Strange than he was. He's not actually yeah. the Sorcerer Supreme, but you know, he basically is. Yeah, like, but he may be more powerful more than he was as the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Exactly, 100. percent So we that that part is established, but like, but yeah, and so that's the other thing is that maybe this movie accomplishes that in being an actual Doctor Strange sequel as opposed to I mean they had the stuff with Mordo. Clearly they 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 pivoted somewhere because the they both credit scene of Mordo and Doctor Strange made it seem. Yeah, like, I was like, it's like what's like, and then it it all of a sudden you got Dreads and he was
1: even the villain. It was weird. It <laughs> I
0: was it. Like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> they threw that out. Quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny. I got maybe I I do this. I <laughs> this is like a running gag on this show that I say, you know what? Like, I will sit and watch Doctor Strange in this podcast. I never sit down and watch those movies. I end up going to sleep or playing video games. But I, mean, I got to sit down and watch Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness because I know I remember on this pod I really defended that movie a lot because I really enjoyed it. And I feel like the more I've not watched it since I watched it. I think I only watched it once. I'm not sure if I watched it twice. but um, I've not watched it since. But like, it feels like it's harder to defend the further I'm away from it. So I almost want to watch it again to see if I was like right to like it as much as I did the first time. Because everything you guys are saying, I, I understand. And the concerns you have with the Top Strange franchise, with how that movie set it up. But um, Look, I think... I, it's interesting that they want to put... Kang, the the movie in front of the Kang movie, the Avengers movie, because of we assume Doctor Strange will be in that Avengers movie. I would assume, maybe, maybe I shouldn't assume that, but I mean, I would assume that. He says he's an Avenger. He's noted as an Avenger, so I would think that he's gonna be in the film. So, well, how much would that movie directly tie into Kang? You think that it could a lot? could could do a lot because Doctor Strange, you know, in, in the movie standpoint, yeah, you could argue maybe spider-man did but in 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 the non-sony movies you know this is the first time he really explored the multiverse was with the uh dr strange movie so it, it does make sense that he would be the film that leads into the kang dynasty movie that you would assume will have something to do with travel time travel and multiverse travel but we'll have to i guess see how that goes um but i mean i, I look the other movies that come out in 2026 it can't just be only avengers uh kang dynasty like i said uh the idea that that's gonna be an Men movie like it's not that's not gonna be it you know it's gonna be something else so they have a certain amount of franchises Doctor strange being up there i'm cool with that i think it's interesting that eternals is on the docket we've seen more smoke about eternals recently so that chloe Zhao apparently won't be the director for the next one that was one thing that was said made very clear this week was that well that's not a guarantee here yeah, that Chloe's out. Yeah, we we're, we were definitely doing a, uh this a new Eternals movie, but don't expect Chloe's out to be back. Which is a little unfortunate cuz I feel like Eternals might get the most crap of all, like most like unwarranted crap of all the movies in the that phase that it, we all talk about. It's not you. far it's not far and away worse than everything else. I like <laughs> Eternals like right, I like I, I generally like the movie. Like is is it does not have characters that I'm all super familiar with. It is not similar to a lot of other Marvel films, but I thought it was a good movie. There are a lot of things I liked about it, and the fact that people right. like make it out to be like this trash movie, like I, it annoys me, because I think there are other yeah, movies I mean, that are, are way worse than than Thor four is way worse than Eternals, way worse. Eternals. I don't, think, I, it's I, I don't I mean, think it's close. I mean, you, you guys know me. I I, I, I like, like Thor Eternals better. A lot. But I, I think it like you know, quality or whatever is is probably debatable, but like I think Thor was a little more fun. It was a little more memorable than Eternals. It's also I mean it came out sooner, so obviously that helps. But like but but yeah, I mean like in terms of you yeah, know, the effects the in Thor, the effects in Thor are awful. <laughs> Especially compared yeah, to Eternals. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, Eternals definitely definitely does that at a higher. I mean, level I mean, I Eternals. mean, I mean, Eternals makes Thor four look like a like like a PC game when it comes to graphics. <laughs> I mean, some it, stuff they it, it it in
1: Thor four it just didn't work. It, it just, just yeah.
0: did not work. I mean, my god, and and like Sham is someone who 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 uh, who loves uh, a homie who uh, directed Thor four uh, Thor four. Taika, oh, um, yeah, Taka. Taika, yeah, Taika. R-T, Taika's the only. Yeah, yeah like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like and I'm not yeah. saying, that. oh, just because he said that means that I'm right or wrong. It's all, of course, all the subjective. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. man, like, and that sucks. So I really... But There but like, are yeah, a lot of things I actually like about Thor 4, but, man, that movie had problems. The, yeah, the thing about Eternals, and I don't know, it, it's hard for me to say, because I can't, can't speak for everybody that saw the movie that didn't like it, the Rotten Tomatoes, whatever, but... But clearly, just from a just from a take, you know, my own opinion out of it, it's just clearly the like the, the 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 general reaction wasn't as positive as Marvel was hoping for. I mean, this was a movie that was being hyped, rightfully so, based off who was directing it as some movie that could win a an awesome. Academy Award. Yeah, and and, I, and then I think I think Marvel. I'll be honest, my guess is Marvel conceded a lot of stuff to Chloe Zhao because she was Chloe out, and said, you know, yeah, we won't connect this as much to what, how we usually do it. And we won't make this some big Marvel fest because you want to make your own movie. And we're going to trust that you're going to, you're going to get us to the Academy Awards like Ryan Coogler did. And that didn't happen. And I feel like for Marvel now they're like, well, we're either going to take the reins back. We are going to take the reins back whether you like it or not. And so now, now I think the ball may be in her court. That's my speculation, but it, it, you know, if that's the case, I would say Marvel's probably making the right decision from a business standpoint. Um, but from a from a movie making standpoint, a filmmaking standpoint, we'll see whether or not that that actually works. Yeah, I don't know. Pull a
1: Doctor Strange and that's and that post credit scene tease, with Star Fox and Harry Styles is just not just oh well actually is some crazy multiverse movie and what well, you thought you were going to see, you're not gonna actually going to see, and there's going to be all this other crazy stuff, and it's like, ugh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I hope they don't I don't think they will. I mean, there's good reason not to. I mean, Blade was in one of those. <laughs> yep, One of those scenes. I mean, I, I would hope that. Although, it you know, the sounds the like they the don't knight. know what they're doing with that. Boy, <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah, that's true. Indeed. Even that's Blade, sad. they're like yeah, we're going to hit the reset button on Blade. Which is just like, jeez, they're spread
1: with so thin. They're spread. We cast, thin.
0: we cast the blade, but we actually didn't know what we were actually going to. It's do like it. that's
1: ridiculous. They're spread so th- like focus, focus on a few things, and they come yeah. out with
0: it. Yeah, if that that slate from Comic Con feels like three years ago, <laughs> you know, it just feels like like it feels three years ago. There's still there's still too much uncertainty still, despite the slate. I don't know what to do because I, I don't. I mean, I don't think that say, "Oh, the answer is just another slate." Like, I don't know if that's the answer, but I don't. know. They need to do something. They they really need Ant Man to hit. I think it will. I really think that. I like, I, I really think that this is going to be their get back movie. That is just my I, I, gut feeling. I, I I think I think Kang is going to be Thanos two man. Yeah, and I think people are gonna. And I think all these movies that we're gonna see, I think the Marvels. Not not as much secret agents or anything like that, but like the the big the big movies, I think will all connect to Kang. Yeah, which is gonna be crazy. Like, there's no reason to believe that the Marvels will connect to Kang, but I think it will somehow. And... I think with that opportunity to to do variants, I think that like I just think that like Jonathan Majors himself and that version of Kang or the many versions of Kang, I just expect them to have. Roles in a lot of Marvel stuff moving forward. Like, I I think that like we like we saw Thanos's a presence in the first Infinity fate Infinity era. Like, I think that this is gonna be even like three four times that. Like he's this is we know Kang Dynasty is a Kang movie, and obviously this movie's a Kang movie. I would not be surprised if there are other projects where he has a major imprint in them. Which is going to be awesome, yeah. because I think it's going to be the first time we've seen Marvel really do that. I think it's going to really allow them to have a, a great build-up to Kang Dynasty, when finally a team of Avengers finally can get together and actually fight this guy. But I think they're going to have problems with him for multiple movies for multiple years. And um, it's going to be very different than like That's where I felt like a lot of his work was kind of being done in the shadows. Where like we were not close to him and what he was doing with the grab and trying to get these Infinity Stones, it kinda, he kind of he kind of just like showed up and punched us in the face in Infinity War. I think this is gonna be different because I think we're gonna feel his presence. I think almost every year until we finally get to Kang yes. Dynasty, where he finally has to get the smoke from the entire Avengers team, and they still he they still might lose, which may get us the Secret Wars. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to how they uh, how this thing shakes eyes it's looking like it's gonna be really fire let's wrap the show with this guys real quick um this show in some ways this network was established off of the concept of recaps not just of movies but of television shows we were inspired by many different content creators but uh it was it were inspired a lot by what colliderate was doing at that time with their show recaps so many other youtube channels and content creators doing episode recaps and that was once a big part of this show was coming back after episodes of certain shows uh superhero shows of course and giving our thoughts and and giving our reviews and recaps of those uh episodes and um one of those shows was the flash one of those shows was arrow we talked about it every week we had a lot of laughs we had a lot of anger and frustration but it was always a fun time And I thought it was ever pro that we did mention this on the pod while we no longer really do too many show recaps, at least on the podcast. We, of course, do those Disney Plus recaps on the YouTube channel, which by the way, you can check all those out on our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. The return of Stephen Amell, the former Oliver Queen, the original Oliver Queen. He'll be back in the Arrowverse as Arrow, uh, excuse me, or The Flash, uh, wraps up its final season. Oliver Queen will make his return in that final season played uh, alongside Grant Gustin playing, of course, uh, Barry Allen. Now, there are not many details outside the fact that Stephen Amell is going to be returning as Oliver Queen. Oliver Queen was uh, written off and killed off the series uh, many moons ago. uh, But this is going to be an official return for him. We're also getting the return of of the uh, uh, John Diggle character also. Showing up in this final season of The Flash. So, exciting stuff. At least exciting for me. I mean, I I have not watched the episode of The Flash in years. But, Oliver Queen showing up. Sign me up. I will be keeping an eye out. I might watch this season. I may watch this new season. I don't know. But, definitely I will be watching those episodes where Stephen Amell returns. Uh, Stephen Amell is, uh, is a GOAT in this industry for what he did with Arrow uh, much like uh, Welling is a goat in synergy, what he did with Smallville uh, bringing a superhero to our TVs every week um, in episodic fashion. Very few men have done it. We're seeing it more, done more now because of the streaming services, but uh, men or women have done it. So, shout out to Stephen Amell. Happy to see him back. Uh, Sham, your thoughts on the return of Stephen Amell for The Flash and what that means potentially for The Flash.
1: Uh, man, crazy, to, crazy that Amell's coming back um yeah shout out to welling too man you brought me back saying welling i was like boy Welling, it's going way back um but yeah man shout out to ml you know it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be very interesting having him back on screen i don't know if i can watch the whole season ej i don't know if i can commit that much
0: <laughs> i mean i'm just i'm just gonna be honest like i, Can't you know, I don't sure was know. Like, make one day clear i will not be watching <laughs> You can, tell you, you can say you watch it. I, I, don't not put me in this. All the other shows that I've not watched that
1: I know are of good quality, like, I don't know if I could take time away to watch a whole season of The Flash, when the past, last several seasons of The Flash that I had watched were very poor quality. It's very hard to watch. Um, which is, which is, uh, it's not the worst thing. I mean, we watched The Humans, we watched, uh, you know, Iron Fist. Um, but but it was bad it was it was it was of that variety it was really low it was very very bad but um it's not nothing against the cast it's just the writing just wasn't good just my um and the effects at times weren't weren't great um but um uh, but yeah i got i probably have to see ml i'll probably have to you know whenever he shows up i'll just jump in and you know i'm sure they'll wreak they're. they're 10 second recap in the beginning of the episode will fill me out on whatever I need to know and yeah it'll be pretty interesting and Diggle will show up hopefully he's Green Lantern I don't have high hopes for that but hopefully he's Green Lantern and um yeah it'll be
0: fun so I'm looking forward to it all right Shamari a little bit of a slight but then eventually he got to yeah he's looking forward to Mel's return how, how do you feel Kendall um, it's interesting, because Amel was actually on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast last week, mm. and he was asked about it, ah. and he and he was like, if he'd ever return, he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, if it was the right the right fit, you know, or money was right, you know, if it was, is it a one-off, is it a, you know, he's like, less about the money, but more, is it, you know, the right, the right show, the right situation, blah, blah, blah. He definitely knew when that was recorded. I don't know when it was recorded, from when it was dropped, but so I'm assuming it was within like a two week period. He definitely knew at that point <laughs> that he was going to go back. Um, they had probably already been talking about it, so uh, that's interesting that that, that he, you know, he didn't he wasn't going to announce it there, but um, but yeah, I mean, I like Stephen. Well. I mean, I, I I listened, I didn't listen to this most recent podcast with Michael Rosenbaum, but I listened to him like a year ago when he was on the podcast after his whole uh plane incident that <laughs> that happened, yeah, kind of talking about that. and you know he was he was debuting the show heels which which obviously me and EJ are both big fans of yeah um you know so I mean I'm a big fan of Stephen Amell uh outside of the Arrow stuff but the but but obviously that was the introduction to to Stephen Amell as an actor um and I mean the Oliver Queen I mean part of me wants to rewatch Arrow because I think sometimes we underappreciate some of these shows when they have these long runs and. You see a guy for so long, and you know you get a malaise. And even the Flash, you know, we talking about the Flash now, and it's kind of sad. Where we're like, oh, I may watch a couple of episodes. Like I mean, back, I mean, season one and two, you you couldn't miss an episode. You'd be crazy not to want to watch every episode. But that's where we're at now. But yeah, Stephen Amell was, um, you know, he's a franchise player in this industry. Yeah, uh, his Oliver Queen character, at least, and. It's going to be awesome to see him play the character again. Uh, But you also don't, you're not remiss in thinking and remembering that there's a whole catalog of seasons that for sure that I haven't seen in a long time um, that were really good. And he he played the character at a really high level every time he's on screen. I think the the show, the, the Arrow show sometimes dragged a little bit with the flashbacks, you know, and not really knowing what's going on. Uh, flashbacks, some of the later for that black dude—I don't know what. Yeah, writer, writer. Yeah, writer like flashbacks on the worst. Yeah, those, <laughs> the worst time I've ever had watching television, man. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, damn, man. Yeah, it was watching paint dry. It's man. like right, up, it was it's really like right nice. up. It's like right up. It's like right up there watching Inhumans, watching the writer flashback, and only the Ryder part of it. It wasn't like the whole show wasn't as bad as Inhumans, but the writer stuff. <laughs> and man, it even when like, in present day, I think that was a Damian Dark season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, I still am not gonna say that that was as bad as if he was, but yes, that Damien Dark series was season was trash. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. But it but it gave us the yeah. comeback with uh with the next season being yeah. uh yeah, Prometheus. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh so so look, I mean yeah, this should this should this is definitely this is definitely great. Um we also got the news that uh Greg Berlanti just signed a long-term deal. Yeah, uh, we don't know if it's long-term, but we, he 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 signed a new deal with Warner Brothers Discovery, which I don't think is a coincidence that this deal is signed uh, through 2027, I believe exactly. Which mm-hmm. I joke to you guys, it's the Cliff Kingsbury deal <laughs> <laughs> because because Kingsbury signed an extension until 2027 and then got fired ten months later, <laughs> but uh, he signed a deal till 2027. Um. Well, what do we, I don't think it's coincidence that this happens right after Gunn and Peter Saffron get the, the CEO jobs, right? Interesting. So, I I don't know what to make of this Berlanti situation because my thing, Cause was, the terms of the deal, obviously changed once the structure of the company changed. Right. I mean, I mean, whatever deal he that whatever deal he had before was insane. It was like for four hundred million dollars. Um, yeah. I we don't have a we don't have terms or numbers for this deal, but uh, but I don't expect I can't. it to be four hundred million dollars. I, I told you guys before the show, I was like this sounds like a contract restructuring. I, the the football fan <laughs> in me feels like this is yeah, this is, you know, this is the Patriots going to Tom Brady and saying we need you to take less Squeeze in, get some salary cap, you know, get create some cap room. Kendall, know, a lot, no, Kendall said a lot, dead right. money, a lot of dead money money being moved around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cap hit was a little too high this season. Yeah. It would not surprise me. Now, I'm reading this deadline article. It says, No final terms are being disclosed, but sources indicate that the pact is structurally structured differently than Berlanti's most recent blockbuster overall deal with Warner Brothers, whose value had estimated to be more than $300 million as much as $400 million over six years. So... Yeah, something's weird about this. I I agree. I think that there. I, I think I, I agree with Kendall's conspiracy here. That that this was some kind of restructure that that's meant to sound good, but actually isn't good for him. Because I don't right. know, like four hundred years, six million sounds like a great deal. Uh, a random yeah, where, four year. Where, why am I signing a new deal? Yeah, a random four year deal where we don't actually know how money you're making. <laughs> doesn't, sound, doesn't nearly sound as good. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Um, <laughs> His agents ran to to. to Hollywood reporter last time to tell him the terms, tell everybody the terms of his deal. Now they don't, they don't want to talk as much. I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah. Well, Deadline is saying that it's structured differently. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, less money. <laughs> I guarantee you. That's how they Yeah. And only $400 yeah. Million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah. something Something's weird with this. Um, I'm curious. Like, he can't have, I'm assuming he's not doing anything with DC. Like, but am I stupid to think that? I think he's still gonna be doing something. Really, you think he'll he'll still produce DC? So I, because the way like Gun and the way Saffron have been moving, they've been moving like guys that just have full power and like they <laughs> don't they, anybody like anybody who's <laughs> not hired by them is fired. Like that's just how they've been moving. And again, it's some, people, some people have been mad about it. I'm not necessarily mad about it from their standpoint. I'm mad about it from Zaslav's standpoint. But from the way they're moving, I can't imagine that like. Some random dude getting a deal means anything to them. <laughs> like, they I mean, may, they, it, they, they the may, you may sign this deal to say, all right, you go sit on the bench. Like, he could just told be the rock and Henry Cavill to kick rocks. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm trying to say. Greg Berlanti, I don't care what you're doing, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, then they say, theory. look, Warner, they say, they could say, look, Warner Brothers has a very big IP. Find something that's not DC. <laughs> I mean, yeah. why not? He, he's made other shows, obviously. Riverdale is extremely popular. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm curious how shan thinks about this i mean that, that was my first thought when i saw this story come out that there, there is no word about dc in any of these stories it just says warner brothers now we know of course warner brothers is owns dc so there's that but that berlanti versus kind of ending with the flash though there i guess star girl's still around super superman lois is still around but i assume this maybe meant like whatever he already was doing maybe that will continue but I don't think he's doing anything else. What do you think, Champ?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, you would think the clock is ticking for all of these shows at this point, and you kind of felt that way before, anyway. But you kind of, you kind of certainly feel that way now. Um. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to get paid a lot of money. Um. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he's yep. not too uh, upset either way. But but still, you know. So yeah, I, I think I think these shows are are, are kind of going to be seeing their end pretty soon. And I don't know if Gunn will want Berlanti to be involved in in whatever their plans are for their TV universe or HBO Max universe. Um, Berlanti's behind Titans as well,
0: right? I'll say yeah, Titans and uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah, Titans and Doom
1: Patrol. So I don't know what their futures are. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, is very it possible that air.
0: is it possible that there's that this deal is is set is signed for him to only maybe to continue them. those shows?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, possibly. I mean, you don't know. We don't know at this time. And I, I've been watching Titans, and I think Titans has been um, pretty decent. I mean, for the most part. So.
0: Yeah, I need to get back on Titans. I thought Titan season three was pretty good.
1: Because this and is yeah. season
0: four now, yeah. right? We're in season four right now. Yeah, it's season four. Yeah, I gotta I gotta check it out. made <laughs> continuing this running gag. Maybe I'll watch it after I uh, <laughs> after I leave the podcast, I'll turn it on. Um it, it and James Gunn, to be fair, has said on Twitter, I believe, he said a lot of things on Twitter. But I do believe he's he's counteracted or he's 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 counteracted the points that where people have said, oh, you're getting rid of everything. Every He's saying, I'm not getting thing. rid of everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. That. That's a lie. Uh, it, it, you know, it's probably most of it. You know, everything but Blue Beetle and Peacemaker. And Peacemaker, right. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> gone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so this could be, those types of shows could definitely fit into that as well. Theoretically. I don't know if you guys saw. It's like this is semi-related. But I don't know if you guys saw the tweet. I want to say it was from Umberto, uh, who tweeted out a yes. It was Umberto Gonzalez. Uh, he he, because like we this is the second week in a row where we've not really done many DC stories because there has been very little to talk about. Um, but he posted a tweet, and I actually texted you guys in case you guys did not see it. But like, there's been. This weird stuff happening on Twitter that people seem to think that, like, big news regarding the DCU was going to come out this week. Um, it is not right. Wednesday going into Thursday of this week. We I believe Gunn said that, that in January we were going yeah, to yeah, get something Yeah, he said we were going to get something soon, in January. Yeah. And, you know, it's mid we're approaching mid-January, nothing yet. But uh, Umberto posted a picture of Nightwing, and it was essentially the same, like... It was artwork that it was used for a recent uh, comic book series um, that was a, a kind of a crossover series for the uh, for the comic book uh, version of the DC DCU. But um, people interpreted it as say, "Oh, something's gonna happen with the DCU this week because uh, there's gonna be an announcement because this is like a little teaser, perhaps." It's a picture of Nightwing. He looks very heroic, and the words cross say "Dawn of the DCU." It did make me think one it maybe is some do you guys think something is happening soon like you think something is happening soon and wouldn't it be interesting if nightwing actually did become a big part of whatever storytelling um james Gunn wants to do to kind of kick off this new era i mean apparently heroes look he said that batman's going to play a role in in his universe We assume it's not Robert Pattinson. Um, You know, I watched a video from John Campia. He made a video on a show last week where he talked about actors that could be playing the new Superman. And then, you know, he then, a fan asked him, can you do a Batman video? Since we're probably getting a new Batman. Can you do a Batman breakdown? And he was like, it's a little harder to do Batman because we don't know anything about, you know, we know more about Superman than we, we know theoretically about Batman. But um, but it is possible that, like, because in my head I I, keep, I can't get past the fact that we have Robert Patton. I just don't believe that people are going to buy that we have two different Batmans. That, I mean, James Gunn has told me that. James Gunn has said, no, we're not doing that. We're not having this, having two Batman, three Batmans thing. So, I, like, I don't think they're actually going to do Batman. I mean, that's in my head. I could be wrong. Um, I almost feel like they may more likely to just bring robert pattinson in or say it's in the same universe but um it is possible if they wanted to say well we're, we're not doing batman like he, we have a batman in our universe but we're highlighting nightwing i mean that's that's one theory that you could you could argue i would fit that 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 thought process
1: Uh so are you guys thinking it's like brenton thwaites like we're talking titans nightwing or are we talking a different night?
0: No, I, I'm thinking it's going to be someone brand new, which is why I wonder what the future is for those shows. Um, John Campion actually had Bretton Thwaites as a, as a cast for Superman, which I was like, I don't know if I agree with this, what? What? but, but no he put it on the list. Yeah, no way that's going to happen. That's <laughs> just, yeah, that's just Campion trying to stir up the pot there, in my opinion. But, <laughs> like, no, I, I think that the thought would be this would be a new Nightwing. I mean, remember, there was supposed to be a Nightwing movie. That, that was supposed to happen under Adam various- McKay. Yeah, Adam McKay was supposed to make a Nightwing movie. Trust me, he's a Nightwing fan. I've been waiting for that. But, like, the reason why I bring this up is because I I feel like Nightwing actually will be a great vessel to kind of be the story kind of anchor of telling a new DC universe that you're trying to explore. Because think about it. Like, Nightwing has so many, and we've seen uh, Wiseman do such a great job of it in Young Justice. Nightwing has so many relationships and so many villains he's come across, and not just his childhood, but his adult life, that he's a great vessel to tell a story and, and, and try to, to, to build a universe around. I mean, you got the whole Bat family. Um, he's very good friends with Superman. He has his whole beef with uh, death, uh, Deathstroke. He has the friendship with the Titans. Like, he touches almost every facet of the dc universe maybe with the exception of some cosmic stuff but of course he had a long-term relationship with Corey, so uh, starfire of course so even that you still can he can absolutely be used to tell a lot of different stories in the dcu and if they were going to pick someone unique and different to kind of be the anchor of a new dc universe of course you're going to have superman of course you're going to have wonder woman of course you're going to have batman but you know, they, we've seen DC try to tell the stories from perspective from those people. I think it would be an awesome idea to try to do it with uh, Nightwing. I don't know if that's what Umberto was alluding to when he posted that tweet, but, I, you know, as a biased Nightwing fan, I'm hoping that that was what's happening, because I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah.
1: I mean, what do what, what you... Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I was I was gonna say. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I, yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, Nightwing has been in a lot of pro- projects recently. Of course, Titans, as you say, like Young Justice. He's also in um, Gotham Knights, which I'm playing. I'm playing through now as well. And him and the rest of the, you know the Gotham Knights, I guess you could say, um, you know, uh, Red Hood and Tim Drake and all that play a role. And their stories are interesting. Um, so
0: yeah, I mean, it's possible. I can see. It. Last thing I want to ask you guys: What did you guys think of the Warner Brothers? Holly, I believe Hollywood Reporter says that Warner Brothers uh, hasn't felt as good about a movie like The Flash since the since The Dark Knight. And that they I expect see, to be yeah. a smash hit. I just feel like we've heard this from Warner Brothers too often recently for me to really believe them. In fact, yeah, I saw a collage someone made on Twitter yeah. of headlines. We had, uh, in 2018, critics are already calling Aquaman the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. In 2020, December, Wonder Woman 1984 first reactions. Quite simply, the best DC film since The Dark Knight. Shazam marks the best DC Comics movie since The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Harley Quinn Birds of Prey is the best DC movie since Dark Knight Rises, and Guns the Suicide Squad is best DC movie since The Dark Knight. So I mean, like EJ said, we've heard this movie a million times. And so, but still, this is this isn't a review. This is like this is insider jargon, right?
1: And it also would, different.
0: Would support the crazy notion out there that Ezra Miller might be the safest person on the DC roster right now. I mean, it it's, seems, it's, like, yeah, seems like he's yeah. like laughing. Yeah, we're in a we're in a we're we're in a weird part right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's the he's the one part of the rebuild where like no, he's yeah. He's well, first of all, to be clear, let's be respectful. Is they because he is non-binary, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they Ezra Miller, they they are untouchable. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, it seems crazy to, to imagine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how yeah, I don't yeah, know how we got sense. here, I don't know how we got here, but yes, they being Ezra Miller, right now, it seems like there's a lot of momentum that they feel like they could potentially move forward with them. Um, I saw a report saying that they feel like <laughs> because Ezra hasn't. Had any issues in the last two months that they think that maybe maybe he's better now. I'm like, oh wow, two months where you didn't get arrested or try to, uh, you know, uh, you know, kidnap people, <laughs> and now we're right. ready to keep you on as yeah. the head of a major franchise. I mean, if, if that's the bar, then my goodness, what what are we doing here, O Warner? But yeah,
1: Ezra Miller is lucky to not be in prison. You're talking about oh maybe maybe Ezra Miller is the person like, Our flagship person, like
0: that, that doesn't make sense. But if you told me that The Flash was the best movie since The Dark Knight, which again, we've, we've been we've been on this road before, but if let's theoretically play ball and say it's true, it's not, it's really not that high a bar. It sounds like a high bar because Dark Knight is a great movie, but it's not like DC has had anywhere really a movie anywhere near that since it's come out. So I don't know, man. I'm gonna go out on a limb and just say, I know that's not you like me, I know like, you like me, but. If you were to listen, if you want to throw out Man of Steel, like you know, yeah, they I got, like the Batman really good
1: So I I don't think it's true. It's not true. That's not true.
0: That 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 this movie I mean that's fair. The one thing the only thing it it that were, makes me the only thing that gets me paused though is that like the only reason why anybody would in a reasonable mind would think that keeping Ezra Miller around would be smart is if they really think they have a nuclear weapon in this film. Like if they like to me, it's like that's what I'm saying. What reasoning know? would you have to keep this person around? You're rebooting the entire universe. Everybody's been fired. Like, why are they pausing with Ezra Miller? This is the, the person that everybody wanted gone when they weren't rebo- rebooting the universe. Right. Right. Yeah, before we <laughs> even do that like, reboot, we were like, please find a way to replace. Reboot Edward this. Moore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you don't. We do reboot anything else. Reboot this, please. And they then they were pausing then, but it's like. Like, now we have two regimes that now don't seem to want to let go of this. Because there's a previous regime that didn't want to let go of this, and now it seems like Gunn doesn't want to get let go of this. He, he You know, there there's not been any movement on what to do as Ezra Miller. We saw how fast he got The Rock and, and Hany Cravel out of here. We saw how fast he got Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot out of here. We, like, there's no movement with this. It, I, I see what you're saying, Sharon, but it does make Look, me, the it does coming out, Which is fair. We're going to know one way or another. Yeah.
1: I'm not even saying it can't be a good movie. I mean, I'm just saying it's not better than The Dark Knight. It's not better than The Batman. It's probably not better than Aquaman. But, I mean, we'll see.
0: <laughs> we'll see when it comes out. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Like, that's a high... It, I say it's not a high bar, but, like, it's still... That has to be... It has to be a classic to 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 beat the Batman and Aquaman. Is what you're telling me. And then Man of Steel, i would put in that theoretical class. Like, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it's, it's not. Yeah, like I said, it's not. I think he's better than Joker, right? right. And mean, some people may say I don't, I don't count the Joker, but but yeah, there's no way. I I agree. No way is going to be better than Joker. I'd be shocked. But it's also a real superhero movie. Like this, yeah. this movie looks yeah. like it's going to be, yeah, you does. know, yeah, like a lot it. of shenanigans involving Barry Allen, and we've got Supergirl in it, and you know, Mike, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, like. Well then at the same time, like how are you gonna keep Ezra Miller but then be like, Yeah, Michael Keaton, that Batman Beyond movie, got yeah, it's just you weird. know And like I, it's hard for cut. me to view
1: Ezra Miller as the like a flagship person that you have to keep around after everything that happened. Like I just can't do that. We have this person on film. They'd lose a lot of people. We have not them on even film.
0: not even just the idea of keeping Ezra Miller as much as it is keeping Ezra Miller and getting rid of Henry Cavill is the one that, there's, there's going to be too many people that you're, I'm done. Uh, I, I'm out. If you We're keeping Ezra Miller, but we're getting rid of Henry Cavill, so. And, it was Sli- and I don't believe that that's what's going to happen, but they've been very quiet. They've been more vocal about Jason Momoa, who also it's, has a movie coming out, than they um, have been about Ezra Miller. Yeah, I yeah, feel they like they agree. just don't like, well, they, it's, it's, they want to keep Ezra Miller's name out of the out of the
1: yeah, it's strange and it seems morally corrupt as well. It doesn't it doesn't really yeah. make any sense to me. Ezra Miller hasn't shown me anything. And I don't know, it's just morally corrupt. Like, this person shouldn't still be here. <laughs> Especially if you're just boot kicking other people to the curb, canceling movies yeah. just abruptly after they've been filmed. Like what, like what is this it just seems morally corrupted it, it makes you look at all these executives and all these people gone on saffron, all these people just in a different light it's just not right it's strange and bizarre and, and unfortunate
0: yeah I think so I agree with chef I think that it, it makes it makes Warner and discovery as a company just look crazy it looks they look crazy <laughs> to you know they you know Ezra had that half-ass statement he they put out and that's that's all we heard from them all of this (laughs) and now like they're doing their work their pr work to put out that this movie is now as good as the dark knight for the sake of keeping the movie you know in people's minds and 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 keep people understanding why they're keeping the movie around maybe it is like i i I tend to think that it's probably like there's this much smoke around the fact this movie is heat i'm gonna assume that it is heat but again at what cost you look like a morally corrupt company. I agree. When you decide that all this that's, that's happened, you've done no statements really to address it uh, or anything, and you think about the good people that you fired, let go, can canceled uh, for the sake of changes at the company, and that Ezra has faced zero consequences for their actions. I know they just pleaded uh, guilty to a uh, to the burglary, no, the trespassing charge in the in the burglary that happened in vermont so i guess they're at the beginnings of some uh, accountability being held there but overall man yeah weird weird things happening with uh, dc and the flash at this moment in time but that'll do it for this edition of new generation hero talk certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening i certainly enjoyed uh, doing this episode, of course. If you enjoyed this episode, you can catch all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network. That's an Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media, where you can catch uh, our YouTube content, video content, sports, Marvel, Star Wars. Catch us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. Follow us individually on social media. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, Instagram, actually EJ. Shamari can be found on uh Instagram and Snapchat MT 22 And Kendall's can be found on Twitter, New Gen to That'll do it for now. We'll be back next week with more Hero Talk for Shamari, for Kendall. I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.